Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're talking about minute number 80, which is going to start with Amanda Waller questioning Rick Flagg on how Enchantress happened to game the system and uh, get away from uh, Rick Flagg. Um, and then the minute's going to end with um, Deadshot saying that's gangsta about a certain thing that Amanda Waller has done. Um, this this whole uh, little bit before in the in the beginning part of this minute with Rick Flag and Amanda um, asking about how Enchantress did it in, in the sense that she was able to escape Rick Flag um, and all that. And, and everything that's happened with Enchantress, um, I'm trying to think, like, we were shown a scene very early, a long time ago. You all right over there, Nate? Yeah, I'm making a lot of noise because I'm trying to adjust <laughs> my chair. Um, and so... Uh, we were shown a, shown a scene in the beginning of the movie, is that what you were you saying? you remember the part where she escapes? From she, a, when they're in the tunnels? Yes. Yeah, in the subway? And so this is calling back to that scene mm-hmm. and asking for an explanation. Yeah. Does it feel like it's the most important thing going on in this scene right now? No, I feel like that conversation should have been had between the two of them yesterday. Well, it's fine to happen in this minute, but maybe I'm, I'm trying to think like with all that's going on in the background, I think the most important thing in our minds as the audience is going hey, Deadshot's in this room listening to them. Yeah. But it's not, hey, we should listen to what he's listening to kind of thing. Like, like that's not... What's important is that it's Amanda Waller in this room and that Deadshot knows that Amanda Waller is that VIP person. Mm-hmm. It's not... The, the priority is not, hey, can you explain to us what happened in that subway? And they don't even explain it. No. I mean, I think the priority for the two of them and Amanda, yeah, it's it's Rick, well, what the hell, them. you effed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. To them. But to the audience? But to the audience, like, is that, the, that to me, it's not the priority. And I'm, su- I'm supposed to be like, whoa, Deadshot just sneaked into this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That By is, the way, without that, everybody else following him and without anybody saying, hey, don't go in there. Yeah, yeah you can't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> he just told him, hey, don't come in here. Mm-hmm. In the he put a code in and he closed the door behind him. You know, I'm assuming Deadshot probably saw the code. Was like, okay, I'm just gonna go in there. But why wasn't yeah, Harley right behind him? Why weren't they why all did, just why following suit? Didn't Katana stop him? Yeah, because Katana would have stopped him. Oh yeah. Katana. Why didn't Katana just post up on that door? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does I don't even think Katana knows. Does Katana know who Amanda Waller is? Yeah. She has to. Yeah. Um, and she definitely would have protected Rick Flagg's order, which was don't come into this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it is kind of weird that he's snuck in there, but that's not the point. Um, it is the of most importance that we know that he is in this room, though. But again, what I was going back to is, is the conversation about what happened back there, which is something that we as the audience is still in the dark. But they bring it up, but they don't talk about it. He just says, I'll accept my consequences. 
she follows up with, I am your consequence, which is badass, and I love it. Yeah. I love that line. This is a great minute. It's great. This is a fantastic minute. It's great. I just, you know, it's like, put, put more emphasis on that, because I think that should be, I like that conversation. I want to see that more. Of Rick Flag being in trouble? I, I just like Rick Flag not being in trouble, but I like their, their, their dynamic their job their career with each other like this government it's not homeland security and it's more of like the ugly side of that where it's like i want to see that kind more played out in this dc universe you know i like that okay well what really happened in this kind of like you like the diet justice league that was in nairobi I do. Yeah. I really did and, like that. And Talon I and d- all that. I like that. The Just t- the fact that they existed yeah. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That sh- Are they not part of Argus? I don't that know. Would, that would have been... Don't know. That would have been a cool connection. What does uh, Argus stand for? Don't remember. America. Yeah. Um, I assume that Argus came in the wake of Superman. So... They needed their eyes in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess that the big thing is is that Deadshot knows that he's in there, so they make it a thing where he says, um, you know, if I were you, I'd be careful. Um, and it is kind of a cool line that he has as he enters and he breaks that silence. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I think... I, I like that he sees himself on the same exact yes, level exactly. as Amanda and Rick. Yep. Like, that's great. That's great. He doesn't see that he's hired to do this job. He doesn't see that he's getting paid to do it. He's there to get the job done. And that involves including him in all the conversations. Yeah, he has literally no fear about his role. Yeah. Like, what he brings to the table versus what they bring to the table. He understands that there's a bomb in his neck and that they have that kind of trigger. Mm Mm-hmm. But I bet you he also understands that they wouldn't be there without him, him. and the Suicide yes, Squad. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're right. You are so right. Like, the way he presents himself to them in this minute, showing that he is actually in this room, I love the conf- confidence he has. And, mm-hmm. it's not, and it's not It's not bullshit confidence. No, it's, it's real. It's, it's genuine. It's not snobby confidence. It's not like, look at how confident I am. Mm-hmm. It's just like, Hey, what's the next step? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm part of your admin team. Like, I'm here with you. Yeah, and he doesn't come in asking. He doesn't come in yelling. What the hell? Why are you here? He accepts exactly what is being presented to him. Okay, Amanda's the person that we were supposed to save. Mm-hmm. My next thought is, hey, lady, you should be careful because they out there think you're going to cure cancer. They think you're Nelson Mandela. And mm-hmm. he accepts the role that he just he he accepts the room that he just walked into it's like okay this was the job got it what's the next move you just better watch your back i wonder if he's on the same level as us where he was like so it was amanda waller like i wonder if that was his thinking i don't think so because i feel like later on in the movie when he gets the binder he's a little bit more shook hmm um, because it has more than the knowledge the that they eye. have. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Amanda Waller tells the staff to make sure that all drives are wiped and that all the documents are uh, destroyed. Um, and then Rick Flagg and, and Deadshot have kind of like another conversation. 
Um, honestly, kind of forgettable, but it's just me. The conversation between the two of them? Yeah, it's just like, what do you think? It puts them on the same exact level now. Does it? Rick Flag is not Deadshot's boss anymore. He just happens to have the remote that can blow up the bomb in his neck. Mm-hmm. Doesn't they? They are they are just peers now. They yeah. are peers doing the same mission, and that mission was to get Amanda Waller out. Now that they're in, she's in their custody. All right, next. Yeah, I mean it. It is setting up that which I wanted to be hammered in more of. Of like, you think you're Superman, but you're not. You're just like us. You're a two faced. Oh, him talking to Rick. Yeah. Okay. Deadshot talking to Rick, saying that you know, like two faced people like him wouldn't last a day out on the streets and he and that he's not a hero he is he's similar to deadshot mm-hmm. as far as, as being a uh, a criminal yeah yeah and and it's one of those things that's like thank you let's push that a little further <laughs> like mm-hmm. like let's have rick flag soon admit that too so it's a good piece of dialogue but it, like I, I think the way it's delivered is kind of not executed as best as it could. It's a little forgettable, but I like as um as two human beings talking to each other, mm-hmm. um, getting that uh, levelness between the two of them. I like that that Deadshot's line is, "Hey man, my cards are on the table. Like you know everything about me. You know that I'm a contract killer. That I'm a hired I'm a hired hitman that shoots people for money. Uh, my deal in this job was to save whomever and get out of jail. You know mm-hmm. everything about me. My cards are on the table, man." But what about you? And it's like it, it adds more of a distrust between Rick and Deadshot. Um, but Rick seems like he's he is putting off the vibe where it's like, oh, I'm in trouble and I'm losing the trust of this guy because I just lied to him. Mm-hmm. And it's really good because it adds more to the scene with them in the bar. For yeah. some reason, in my mind right now, I'm thinking that Rick Flagg cares what deadshot thinks about him yeah and it's that's the weirdest thing man it's getting there yeah absolutely no yeah um so like him like saying like hey dude you lied to me i haven't lied to you get your shit straight man and and rick is is genuinely he looks upset that he has this team he has taken them through that he owes basically his life to this team and that he lied to him there's there's talk that there was talk that the Suicide Squad sequel would not feature Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn's doing Birds of Prey stuff now and she's free and, and all that and she, she's no longer part of Suicide Squad. I like that idea because I think that would allow the Suicide Squad sequel to be more of a good cop, bad cop, yeah. dead shot, Rick Flag, have that group dynamic up front and then the rest of the Suicide Squad is, is like the B team, like Rick Flag and Deadshot are your main protagonists, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the Suicide Squad is the supporting character cast, like okay, you have your Killer Croc, whoever, Captain Boomerang, Katana, like they're all, they're all static characters that just support the two main protagonists who are always in this kind of buddy cop, like shtick going on and because having to put harley quinn in there is a third wheel that is like it needs to like i think that's what this film is is suffering from is that it's like it has to cater this 
Harley Quinn giant subplot. But if it was just Rick Flagg and Deadshot, the entire film being good cop, bad cop, it would have been much cleaner, much more cohesive, mm-hmm. and not as uh, unpredictable as the book says. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they definitely have a good thing working going on between the two dynamics. And I think maybe that's why they got Will Smith. Maybe they knew Will Smith would rival a character like Rick Flagg. They wanted someone who was going to be like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Maybe they went with that. Like, we have a really orthodox soldier. Let's get a really unorthodox soldier, but is also lovable enough to be seen by the general audience. And they said, Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it, it really works. And, and that's, a, you know, seeing, seeing how Rick Flagg and Deadshot would suffer under the rule of Amanda Waller. Um, that's a good movie. You can do so many, so many episodes, quote unquote, like whether it's like, you know, sequels or TV show or just a comic book run that, you know, you, a, a comic book run that just was called Deadshot and Rick Flag, where they just have to deal with stuff together. And yes, Suicide Squad is a part of it, but you, what you're trying to do is you're trying to solidify the fact that they're the ones, they're the main ones. They don't want you to get distracted thinking King Shark is on the same level as them. They're not. They're not the priority in the storytelling. The priority is these two characters, how they deal with Amanda Waller, and then mm-hmm. King Shark, Killer Croc, Katana, they happen to be there in the background. Black because, Manta. Black Manta. Uh, and, Enchantress. Hades. Um, <laughs> um, and that's, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Amanda does what Amanda Waller does best, which is killing an entire staff of Argus. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, it's a very Amanda Waller thing. When I first saw it in theaters, I said, "That's Amanda Waller." Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly who she. This is. scene is her perfect. Yeah, this is Amanda Waller live action. Mm-hmm. Um, Viola Davis, amazing portrayal. Yeah, but also the writing is 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 spot on. Like sometimes we question the decisions that they make for certain superheroes, but this is one that is true to the source material. Uh, executed perfectly and uh is it just because it's simple to do is it is it easy money or is it more like no we have to do it right you know what i mean like i feel like i want to say it it comes along with having the character of amanda waller yeah yeah i guess it is just natural for her to just uh eliminate the what do you call it? Collateral, uh, maybe? Um, I don't know these things. I'm not well versed in the conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I Clean feel like it's slate. just it's just very on point to the characters. So mm-hmm. I think with, with having her, I, I want to say that maybe this action of her had to have been talked about early on. What makes Amanda Waller different than what makes her stand out? It's like, oh, well, once she gets saved, she, she kills her entire staff. You know, she's the only one left because that just makes sense for Amanda Waller. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what makes Amanda Waller work so well, it, it is a, it, it's a cold-blooded person who looks like they should be underestimated all the time. That's Amanda Waller. Like Amanda Waller on the outside is a character that looks like she's easy to underestimate. In fact, every character does underestimate her that's the beauty of the character and then the character does something extremely cold-blooded and then they're like oh 
didn't expect that from you and it's like that's because you're an idiot <laughs> amanda wall has a great like character in 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 the way that they they do that kind of storytelling um it's a yeah it's a personality trait i guess but it's it's a good one and so maybe it is natural for viola davis to do a character like that but to do it so well and and the writing seems to be on point too like it's it's just across the board anything that this character does in the film i'm usually going like there's nothing there's nothing that they can do wrong with her character Mm mm-hmm or there is nothing that they do wrong with her character. So, uh, very, very close to the source material, and uh, I enjoy it a lot. Executed perfectly. They have these. Unintended. Uh, they have these, like, screens that have the hard drives wiped. Were you ever staring at that? In yeah, I saw the little the little green connect dots. Yeah, and it was like hard drives. Uh, Does it say hard drive wiped? It says hard drives deleted. And it's like, oh, we needed to know that. It's like as soon as she asks for the drives to be wiped, yeah. you'll see that the screen... It just goes to hard drive it just, wiped. It just goes to hard drives. Like a like a DOS system or something. But it's not like a... I don't know what that is. It's like an actual graphic. It's yeah. just hard drive erase complete. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... That's nothing. It like, that's just, not, it's war games. It's not a DOS system. No, it's, it's not. It's just... I was just trying to be a, make it a joke, but no, it's it's completely nothing. Yeah, no, like it's, I don't know what that is. Um, I did like when the screens were up. It had a, a satellite footage of the sky beam. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was, and it was off centered as if it was uh, in orbit, circling around, or like an AC one thirty, or like a drone that's just flying way overhead. Is there anything else on those screens? Not much. Um, just random things. Street corners, it looks like. Yeah. With ground cameras. City city shots of the city and that's, that's it. I mean, there's there's like two maps of the same area, but under different... Filter? Filters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> different colors. Yeah. Uh, one's like a precipitation. One's like a thermal. Yeah, one's like thermal. One's like just rain. <laughs> I don't know. It is. Uh, I think they're all pictures of. I guess Midway is so close to the. Um, yeah, I guess it's where like they're there. Like here are the Great Lakes, and I'm thinking that this is this water here on this map is part of the Great Lakes as well. So it's like the city is so like, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. It, DC cities are always the weirdest thing, so. Yeah, and there's people that will yell at us saying, no, it's supposed to be this city. This city is closer <laughs> than this city. It's supposed to be Chicago. Yeah, okay. Um, All right, whatever. I don't care. It's a city. But if you know, let us know what city it is because I'm pretty sure it's Chicago. But don't, I could you wrong. don't need to tell us. We can easily go to Google and find the map. But we won't. But I'm not going to. <laughs> um, all in all, it's a good minute. I love any minute that has Amanda Waller in it. And I love the dichotomy of Rick Flagg and... It's getting a lot better. It's getting better. And I think with a sequel, it'll be easily forgiven. Like, I think as soon as a Suicide Squad sequel starts and I see Rick Flag, You think that's a thing? They're going to have the same cast and everything? Um, what's his name? Rick Flag. Mm-hmm. Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. They're going to have Joel back. They're going to have Will Smith back. Do you think that's going to that's gonna be a thing? I would. I see. Uh, if you don't, right now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. Right now, I don't see 
any of them coming back? I can't imagine. I can't even imagine Suicide Squad sequel. To be honest with you, even if it's said it's going to come out or whatever, they given a date for it. I don't know. Yeah, I, in my it has head, a date. It has a director. It has all. Of it. In my head, it's not happening because I just can't. I can't see it happening. Nothing against that. What this movie did. It's just. I feel like it's just so far in advance where I can't begin to have the thought process of how a Suicide Squad sequel mm-hmm. will be. That I'm just like whatever. And if I think about a, a little bit harder, I feel like the only characters that would be returning would be just Rick Flag. I mean, and he would get a whole gang of gaggle of, of new Suicide Squatters. I really want to see Karen Fukuhara. Return. Oh yeah, okay, so yeah, of course. I need to see. Yeah, I want to see more of her character. Um, they did all that hair and makeup work for Killer Croc, so you better put him back in it. Um, Captain Boomerang. Um, I'm. I would. I would be elated if there was a, a Suicide Squad sequel. I mean, I'm, there will be. There will be. I'm going to have it's already, fun. They're working on it. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure they're all going to be good. I think what it is for me is that there's so many DC films in the works. Yeah. Soon to be released. That it's not something that I care about right now. Yeah. Because we have Shazam coming up, and we have Birds of Prey, and then we have the Batman. It's like. I can only be excited I so like, much. Yeah, and it, well, it's like <laughs> my excitement has a fine. I'm not gonna amount. get riled up about the sequel of Suicide Squad when it's not next up. You know, like yeah. right now, it's Shazam, Birds of Prey, and the Batman. Like I yeah. need to know what's going on with that. So I don't even necessarily want to oh, say Wonder things Woman, like Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say things where uh, like, oh, I hope they do that in the sequel, because. I at this point I don't care what they do in the sequel. The fact that they're gonna have it, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Am I interested to see what it's gonna be like? Of course. But do I care about them fixing things that that didn't they didn't do right in this one? Nope. Do I care that it might be the same exact thing? Do I care that it might be worse? Nope. Nope. Hello, I see it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And I think that's where I'm going to end it. For yeah, today. absolutely. Because I think, yeah, it's it's one of those things where um, we've talked about it before, but it's like we love these DC films and we go to see them and we, and we enjoy that these even exist, that we're lucky to have DC films about Aquaman solo films and Shazam yeah. and even... Oh, a- that's a question I can ask you. What? Spoiler alerts for Aquaman, so don't listen, turn it off if, or turn it down or whatever. What happened to Manta at the end of that? He's going to team up with... Uh, What's his name? Doctor Orm. No. No. Oh yeah, the doc. Okay, so he yeah. went back to the. He went online and talked to him. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. I forgot about that scene. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking, hey man, throw Black Manta in the Suicide Squad. Throw Black Manta. Throw anybody. It's a Legion of Doom. Where's that? Man, there should have been a scene where somebody was just chilling in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. The end of Justice League. There was that boat scene. Black Manta. But he wasn't in Louisiana. He's part of Suicide Squad now. I think so now, and I think um, I think he was in it in the new Fifty Two run, not the rebooted one, the first one, like the rebirth, the first. No, 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 the first, first one, like when Suicide Squad had two titles in New Fifty Two. It was Suicide Squad, and then they kind of retconned. Oh it. Yeah, yeah, they did another, and then they bombed. Yeah, they bombed big time. I think time. both of them bombed. Um, oh man, I remember that being. So There's two volumes of Suicide Squad, and then they rebooted it. 
I think it was like a different team or it was after Harley got her own comic. Did or, they call it The Suicide Squad? I think it, uh, yeah, I think so. The, the original New 52 Suicide Squad was amazing. Yeah, that first book was, was fun. I remember it's, reading it. It's I think there you somewhere. That, yeah. it's, a, it's in that bookcase somewhere. Yeah. Um, the Suicide Squad was a bad, and then uh, and then Rebirth Suicide Squad is, is the current Black Manta one. Deadshot, Black Manta, um, King Shark is in it now. Mm-hmm. He, they always have some Animal Man in there. But not Animal Man. Not Animal Man. Um, and that's where we're going to end it for today. So if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We could join us, listeners, and guests who have been on the show to talk about the minutes at hand or any minutes that are catching up on. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Positive feedback really helps us out on the show. And we also have plenty of other ways you could support us um, if you feel like opening up your wallet and your heart to us. And that is Patreon, uh, TeePublic, and we have a good old-fashioned donate. But you can find all those things at tooldmedia.com. We have plenty of stickers and shirts that you can purchase from us and show your love for this podcast. And like I said, it really helps us on the show helps us to keep going in life and uh yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you guys next week for minute number 81 of suicide squad 